Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. And how about my guy, Steve Fezzik, joining me today on the Dan Patrick Show. Steve, you're getting big time. I love it. Check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. Always, he is the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest out there in Vegas. I'm Ross Tucker, the former NFL offensive lineman, at Ross Tucker NFL everywhere, and you have come to the one and only place you need to be to help you place your bets this NFL season. We're presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money podcast with the best odds and fast payouts. So excited to actually get a chance today to talk with one of you. Not only is he a listener, but he's the guy that's been grading us the last few years that we're able to actually tell you guys how we do each and every week. Been looking forward to this. We also have several email questions that came in. You can always do that if you want, guys, by taking advantage of any of the sponsors at RossTucker.com and then just forwarding it to me with your question. And I'll ask Steve right here on the Even Money Podcast. We hope to get to several today. But first up, it's our guy, Todd Bergman. Todd, it's kind of weird that this is the first time I'm actually talking to you, you know, and hearing your voice since we email back and forth all the time. But uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I want to say, obviously, thank you. You know, it's, it's literally, I think this is the fourth season. I'm helping uh, out with the record keeping uh, for tracking, uh, obviously, your records. And I think I might be, in all the episodes I've listened to, I might be the first non-Brian Stever Ross guest on the show. So I want to, on behalf of all the fans who uh, who use this information uh, every week, um, I want to say thanks, and I think we're all appreciative of uh, what you all do um, to help uh, help us out um, week in and week out with uh, this, this world, this, this crazy world of uh, the entertainment of pro football. So it's... Uh, it's awesome to have the pod every week, not just because I, uh, I, I got email you guys and work with you guys, but I just know there's a lot of fans who probably tweet in, but I just wanted to say it on the show and put some audio to it. Uh, thank you for all you guys do and uh, giving us some the, uh, the wisdom and knowledge. Awesome. Well, that that's very nice of you to say, but 
we should be the ones thanking you for volunteering and grading us each week. I don't know that I've ever really gotten uh, your backstory, Todd. Where you know, mm-hmm. where are you from? Where do you live? What do you do? And, and yeah. we'll get into the betting stuff after that. Right, right. My background is I first got turned on to you, Ross, uh, back in the four-letter network days. Um, 2011, I believe, um, it was, and I started listening to the podcast. And as far as it goes, you know, I live out here in the San Francisco Bay Area. I uh, am an enterprise sales rep by day um, and, uh, and, and kind of a person who's uh, – I'm interested in multiple facets other than, obviously, betting on pro sports and uh, enterprise sales. But uh, my background is, you know, I've lived out here in the Bay Area. Um, football is obviously a, a big, big uh, part of my interest for entertainment. I work for the 49ers loosely, you could say, um, on game days. I'm a game day employee. Um, I have been since before the new stadium opened. Um, just solely got into that solely for the purpose of, you know, I was uh, a young guy who said, man, getting paid to to be at a sporting event might be something I like to do a few times a year. So I've kept up with that. Um, obviously, big fantasy football player, just big sports fan in general. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I've lived in the Bay Area my whole life, and that's how I got set up with the pod. And the reason I just, I, know, I was probably listening to one of the first episodes of Even Money, and you put the call out for kind of a scorekeeper or a grader. And at the time, um, I was working, let's just say, a, a boring job. And I thought this might be an interesting hobby to do more than just keep score for you guys. You know, if you notice, you know, I love the process of this, and I think that's why football is such a – I gambled on sport. There's only one game a week. The season is short. Everyone has time to do their research to to bet either with their heart or their brain, um, and that's why I love the process of it almost more than just the, the gambling aspect of it. You could say or entertainment aspect itself, and so that's why I keep doing it. That's why I thought it'd be a fun thing to track and do, and to help you guys out with the notes I leave to help you obviously make better decisions. So. That is kind of uh, what's kept me going and what got me uh, into into this world. I love it. So I know you've got some questions for us that I want you to be able to ask, uh, specifically, I'm sure, for Steve. But I did mm-hmm. want to just hear more about, you know, how you go about placing wagers, what your process is, and, um, you know, how, how frequently and how often you bet. Yeah, um, my process is very similar in my life. I'm also off off topic. I mean, I love the whole process of doing the research, doing the work. Um, my primary things I bet, um, I am a, a big fan of UFC betting, and I'm also a, a somewhat of a fan of Major League Baseball betting. And my, my interesting process, other than obviously, hey, these two teams are playing, what's the point spread, what are the differing opinions on both sides, I like to think outside the box and how can I create, what can happen in a certain event that would create an advantage for myself, um, particularly this preseason. I mean, as far as often wagers, I'm probably not as frequent as some of the listeners. Um, there are certain weeks where I won't put a wager on at all. Um, but there are weeks like, say, um, a certain preseason week or, or a certain day where it's, you know, I'll look and I'll say, okay, I'm going to focus my time, my energy, and my efforts on uh, doing some research, listening to the podcast, getting the, the information, and wanting to kind of dig in and, and loving the process, as you can say, of trying to handicap and figure out everyone's experts like Steve, what's going to happen. Um, and I'll do outside-the-box things like in a preseason week, I will bet every single money line underdog or plus money um, to just try to create 
a, a, an advantage for myself by potentially being able to miss more games than I get right or go even and at the end of the day coming out a winner just because that kind of philosophy is like that I came up with it. it's like well if preseason is so hard as Steve has mentioned it's so hard to predict the limits are so low that's because no one knows what's really going to happen it's not really under control and so doing strategies like that um, it actually went pretty well um, spoiler alert I might be doing something similar tomorrow for the games as it pertains to uh, the full slate of action we have tomorrow so um, that is kind of how I like to do things. I'll do the same thing for baseball, for UFC, just looking at contests and say, okay, what needs to happen for this underdog to not be such an underdog and to be on the right side of the plus money. So something that's outside the box, it's not something I make a living off doing. Um, it is kind of a risky strategy, you know, betting six, seven, eight underdogs in one day. Um, but it is something where it's, uh, it has come and paid dividends for me and, that's just a little bit of, of interesting philosophies as, as far as how how and look when I look at wagering. I love it. Okay, so then what um, what questions? I love I love how every time we bring on somebody different, they all have different strategies. So what what questions do you have for us? Awesome. I mean, this is going to be same question, different context. We're coming up on week one NFL season. Something that's always unique is. Um, we you know the the unknown. We don't know who the sleeper teams are this year. We don't know what teams are going to miss projections. So, uh, Steve, for for you, um, I've noticed a lot as a 49ers fan, and typically in the last few years, we've had a brand new coach with a brand new system, and a lot of roster turnover every year in the first game of the season. And there's every year, you know, there's three, four, five new head coaches, first time head coaches, new systems. When you're looking at at at, is there any trend that says, you know, if you are betting on or or on the side of a team with a brand new head coach, a first time head coach, thinking that there's not a lot of film, there's not a lot of research? I mean, are, is that a real advantage to someone who might be looking to to be on that side to to be on that side of the of the ledger, if you will, to bet that team? That makes first sense. off, my condolences as a 49ers fan, and you mentioning you were betting the underdogs to win outright. So I'm sorry about what happened to your 49ers at the Vikings, one of the worst bad beats of the year where they somehow lost that game 32-31. To answer the question, um, it all depends on brand-new head coaches. In general, I tend to want to fade brand-new head coaches. I'm nervous about the Chargers' new head coach, the Broncos' new head coach. Um, However, I'm not nervous at all about Shanahan at San Francisco, and here's why. Um, Tom Sula. Uh, Kelly, are we really going to miss those guys? Do we really think that Shanahan isn't going to be as good, if not better? So in my eyes, you've had a brand-new head coach three years in a row. Now you've got an upgrade. So I think it's a big positive for the Niners. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, totally, totally agree in that. Um, and obviously they are home underdogs in week one. So I, uh, I think you might know um, as the next week unfolds, I might be paying attention to your thoughts on that game. And then um, thanks, Stephen and Ross. I mean, when you guys, um, if I don't know if you were in this situation, you were playing, but you know, it's it's the first game of a year. Even if it's not against a new head coach, there's still no real game tape. I mean, are you all focusing on preseason game tape? I mean, especially if it's not a divisional opponent and it's a team you're not real familiar with, you don't have any other games to focus on. I mean, how do you go about preparing for? Uh, kind of in that situation where there really isn't any film of the team's kind of uh, previous games. 
Well, you definitely look at the preseason uh, from because of the personnel, like the dudes that you're going against. So you want to see, you know, okay, because they're still going to throw their moves and they're still going to play football the way they play football. But it is a good question in terms of the schematics. I have been in that situation. I'm trying to remember when it was, but I can remember. I'm trying to think if I could pick her. I'm trying to think what year it might have been, but we actually. Not only did we watch preseason because you want to watch the guys you're going against, but sometimes you end up, you're not even watching the team where the head coach came from. You're watching the team from the year before where the offensive or defensive coordinator came from. So let's just say, for example, um, even if you're playing like the Cleveland Browns in week one, the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? They're probably going to watch, they'll watch the Browns defense in preseason. But they're also going to do a cut-up of the last four games for the L.A. Rams last year to oh, see wow. what Greg Williams did, you know, when, when the games really counted. You know, they, they want to have a good feel for what Greg's go-to moves are when the game really counts. So mm-hmm. that's why they would go all the way back and look at that. So I can remember schematically watching the coordinator's last stop and then – you know, from a personnel standpoint, still watching the preseason game. So that's a really good question. Um, do you have any more, Todd? We'll give you we'll give you one more if you have it. No, no. I, I uh, again, uh, I would love to, to kind of stand by. I mean, tomorrow night is the rarest of rare. It's probably the last real opportunity we have to where there's an advantage maybe for us, the players. Um, and, and my strategy going into tomorrow, Steve, and I'd love to hear about it, is we traditionally – talk about fourth preseason game everyone huddle up run the ball we don't want to get guys hurt because we don't that we're going to cut because we know um there's obviously injury settlements and things like that and we don't want to get anyone who's going to play on our role on our team hurt i mean obviously this makes unders for tomorrow everything's pretty much below 40 um the way i'm looking at this is you know there's still going to be guys battling for positions there's going to be um very, very vanilla defenses. I mean, how do you feel if, if you're about overs tomorrow and, and doing what I've liked to employ, which is potentially since there's a full slate of games, you know, getting in on several of these and, and trying to come out ahead. Um, I know this might be something some of the thunder for later in the show, but being in a strategy in Ross, I mean, if you have any mindset for fourth preseason games as someone who, um, you know, had some times where you were entering the season as going to be on the team and sometimes where you, you know, were fighting for a roster spot to take us in on that and, and how it can affect us all in the grand scheme of things. Steve, I'll let you take, I take think, it. yeah, I think week four is the most difficult because there's certain things like in week two, I love betting zero and one teams against one and zero teams. There's things that work year after year. I think it really depends team by team but um, I will say, you know, all the games are Thursday. So you just had a week where there's some games on Saturday and Sunday. So if you have right. a team that played late in the week and then they wheel back like the 49ers, normally I would, I would have liked the 49ers this week, the way they lost to the Vikings, but that with less prep time for this game, all the more reason you've got to not play your starters at all. So I would avoid any team that played Saturday or Sunday betting on them on a Thursday night, you might not get any of your starters playing. Yeah. I think Todd brings up a great point on the totals are lower. You know what? I think you get a, a first half. It's 21 to 17. Both coaching staffs are happy. Hey, we put points on the board. Let's get out of here without anyone getting hurt. 
second half under and a high-scoring first half makes a lot of sense to me. Awesome. And then, Ross, just to reiterate the, the question, I mean, just an overall mindset, if, if we're actually going to pay attention to these games and wager tomorrow, I mean, what's typically on a player's mind who is, is playing in these games? Um, tomorrow before the season. I mean, honestly, they're thinking, a lot of them are thinking it's their last-ditch effort, and they are going all out. I almost wonder if it's worth looking at which team has more solid veterans on the bubble. (laughs) You know what I mean? But then even that, sometimes they won't play those guys. Buffalo didn't play me in 05 because they were trying to trade me. So I got a Mm -hmm. Toradol shot in my butt to get ready to play because my neck was messed up. And then they're like, uh, yeah, we're trying to trade you. We're not playing you tonight. So um, that, I think, is part of the reason why preseason is so tough. Todd, this is awesome. You yeah. are awesome. We greatly, greatly appreciate the service that you provide. Again, the Twitter handle is what? At El Birdman, right? At El Birdman, Spanish, all one word. You have any scoring discrepancies out there folks want to write me in about, we can hash it out and uh, or we can just have friendly conversation about uh, sports, entertainment, investing, whatever. And uh, I look forward to meeting more members and more fans of the show. But, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for having me. I look forward to a great year. Um, already charted those over-unders for you all and, and taking some notes on those. So looking forward to, to getting rolling here next week for, for keeps, if you will. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Todd. Yes, sir. Very much appreciate Todd and what he does for us because that would take a while for us to go through and grade all of them. So uh, throwing Todd a bone, and as you could tell, he knew his stuff. He probably knows that there's a great place now to play in best ball leagues, and it's the new app, Draft. The thing is awesome. All of the reasons we always tell you and I talk about on Fantasy Feast Podcast and Evan does as well about why we love best ball leagues, no trades, no waiver wire, not having to worry about your lineups and the inactives. And now there's an app that lets you do all that and you can win cold, hard cash. Leagues start from just $3. Join me on Draft today. Download the app anytime. Just search Draft in the app or Play Store and join a game in minutes. All you have to do is download the app on your phone. Get the app on your phone. Or you can play from your computer if you want. Playdraft.com. For a limited time only, all new players get a free entry into a best ball draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use my promo code ROSS3. That's right. Play a real money game for free just for using my promo code ROSS3 on your first deposit on draft. Just search draft in the app store or go to playdraft.com and come play free with promo code ROSS3. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Actually, you're really asking Steve, but you guys know how to do it. Several of you did it. You took advantage of one of the sponsors over at RossTucker.com. Like Bet Online, like Play Draft, and then you sent me the email, Ross at RossTucker.com. Let's start with Ronnie Joyner. He sent us Florida Gator football tickets that he got using the SeatGeek promo code Ross. I love it. 20 bucks free. He wants to know, Steve, what criteria you use when deciding whether or not to buy down a number and pay extra juice. 
For instance, the week one line for the Patriots is minus 7.5, but he can buy the number down to minus 7. This seems more favorable since 7 is a key number. It goes from minus 110 to minus 125. However, when buying down from minus 3.5 to minus 3, it usually seems to cost too much. Do you ever buy down off a key number from, say, 7 to 6.5 or 3 to 2.5? Keep up the good works. He loves, he's banking on you having another good year, Steve. Yeah, that's a great question. It comes up all the time. Long story short, never buy half points. The reason being is that the sports books have figured it out, how much all these half points are worth, and they charge you more than they're actually worth. So it used to be 10 years ago when the Patriots were minus seven and a half, lay a dollar 10. You could click buy half point and lay seven, lay a dollar 20. That was a good deal because going on or off the seven, I won't go into all the mathematical ugly details. It's worth about 12 cents. So because they're charging you 15 cents to do so, and you, you, they should only be charging you 12 cents, it costs too much. Similarly, buying onto the three in the NFL is worth about 20 cents with the new overtime rules, and they charge you 25 cents. So you'd like to have that. Uh, better point spread in your pocket, but because the premium being charged to you is too high, just never buy half points. Got it. All right. Let's get to another one, and it's from Sebastian, and he sent us uh, a sponsor confirmation as well. I have this rule. He's Sebastian from Sweden, big fan of the Even Money podcast. I have this rule when it comes to over-under bets to always try to bet the unders as soon as possible, like before training camp, because of the injuries that always strike a couple of teams each year. And then I bet the over right before the season starts. I have never heard anyone else talk about this. I know that some of the most popular bets on over-under right now are on teams to go over. Seems like a big risk to me when you can lose your quarterback to injury before the season even starts. So basically, he's taken the under before the preseason injuries happen. I guess my question would be, how do you know the injuries won't be on defense, Steve? Yeah, and it's a great question in terms of when you're going to play. You know, if you have key defensive injuries, it really doesn't move the needle, though, versus on offense. So it should. There should be a key adjustment, but there isn't. I think it depends on the team. If you've got a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars and you like them over, is there really a reason? Was there a reason to wait? Are you that worried that Blake Bortles is going to get injured and Henny has to quarterback the team? Um, I know the Bears just lost Meredith, their wide receiver, and that was a key injury, and I would have liked the Bears over, and so we get stung by that. But I think that in general, if you've got a team, I guess, like um, – the Saints that is so dependent upon a quarterback. It's probably a nice free roll if you're going to play them under to play them under August first, and then good if good news comes in. Well, I hate to say good news and Breeze gets hurt or the like. Look at the Colts under eight and a half. How good a bet was that? So really good elite quarterback. I like the idea of playing the under if you like it already early in August. He also said after a few years of betting on season long bets. I've noticed that I've earned more money on picking what place a team will end up in their division rather than over, under, or which team will make the playoffs. The odds are usually much higher, which I thought would be a bad thing in the long run, but it has paid off great for me. 
Here's an example of high odds I did bet on last season who got through. Texans won for $3, Jets 4, 335, Denver 3, 4, Tampa 2. Is bets like these something you recommend, or should I play safer with bets around $1.50 times the money? So he's betting for teams to, to finish in a specific spot within their division. I've never even heard of that. And I like that bet. Bet the Tampa two because they run the Tampa two defense. Um, I don't like it. I think it, I think it was variance that you won doing that. The problem is not with the concept. It's more, you're now, it's like a horse race. You got a four team horse race and the house, when, when you just bet over or under, the house has taken 4.54%. You're laying a dollar ten in each direction. When it's four, when it's a four-way bet, now the house vig becomes much more like horse racing, actually upwards of 18% into 25% and the odds that they set there. So because you're playing, if you bet every team and you bet $100 on each, you would only get back on average like $325. It's too much vigorous to overcome. I normally ignore those bets, although this might be the year that the Jets in last place would be a premium good investment. Let's get one more, Steve, and it is from uh, David Rathbun. He said, love the show, man. I have to say I didn't like you on Dan Patrick, but I was wrong. You're a cool dude. (laughs) Thanks, Dave, I think. Um, Two things. Can you ask Steve his opinion on live game betting in the NFL, I've had some success in the NBA. It's an up-and-coming thing. So, um, yeah, actually, I don't know what his other thing was. That's the only one I have here. But, anyway, live game betting in the NFL. Your thoughts, Steve? Love live game betting in the NFL. I think it's the wave of the future. I think you can find really, really good edges. The one caution I would give in the NFL, it's different than college football. In college football, oftentimes the first half is predictive of the second half, in my opinion. Example, BYU was laying 37 against Portland State, and Portland State hung around all game long. You could see they were playing BYU close to even. So during live wagering, go ahead and hit that. I don't find that to be true of the NFL. There's massive corrections at halftime where if you see one team dominating the stats in the first half, it is no correlation whatsoever in the second half that that will continue. I would much prefer to actually buck what's been going on. If you see two premium quarterbacks, if you see Breeze is out there against Brady and it's 3-3 midway through the second quarter, you play over 33. I know your eyes are telling you the teams can't move the balls. They will make adjustments. Ross, I want to ask you about that. How often were you on a team with a really good offense and you would struggle for a half and then get it together the second half. Is it all game? Is it trying harder? Is it, is it just better scheming or you got surprised by something in the first half? I would say sometimes it's just you got, you got surprised and it takes you a little bit of time to figure out what they're doing differently. But you're right. There are a lot of disparities and differences between the first half and the second half. I, I would tend to agree with that, Steve. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I do think that that's probably true in college football. Uh, but, yeah, I think in the NFL, I, I don't know what it is. It, I, I'm not sure because you don't wait to halftime to make the adjustments. You try to make it right away, but you might just have more time to really regroup at halftime and really talk about making the changes. 
Good question, though. I love it. Almost as much as I love Bet Online, the official sponsor of the Even Money podcast. Look, on your first deposit, they will give you a 50% welcome bonus, up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays if you use the code Even Money. And with the most props in their state of the art live betting software, you'll have more chances to bet and win at betonline.ag than you would anywhere else. Make sure you take advantage of your risk-free $25 on your first live bet. When it comes time for a payout, your winnings will be delivered on time every time. Payouts have never been faster. Don't miss out on betting the big games this weekend as well as next weekend. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. That'll do it, by the way, for this week's Even Money podcast. We should be coming at you every Wednesday moving forward in this exact, right around this exact time. Next week, it's week one. We wanted to do Wednesdays instead of Thursdays so that you guys would be able to make sure all of you listen to it before the Thursday night game. We don't want to put you under the guns. We're going to do Wednesdays this year. Should be awesome. If you have a question for Steve, we'll get to it. Just take, go to Play Draft or Bet Online and forward it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com. The retweets and stuff mean more than you'll know, as do the iTunes rankings and comments. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. Here at Podcast One, we love hearing from you. We read every tweet and comment you send our way. So don't miss your chance to take our summer listener survey. Just go to podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. Or go to podcastone.com slash mysurvey. It only takes a few minutes, and it gives you the opportunity to make a direct impact on your favorite shows. Tell us how you really feel so we can get to know you better. We value your thoughts and participation. So check out the survey at podcastone.com slash mysurvey. Or click on the survey banner on podcast 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 one.com.